I talk to strangers day or night. I talk to strangers in any kind of life. It makes sense to me to believe in the kindness and the trust I Okay. You can't talk. So yeah, here I am in my house at my dinner table with my son, Oscar. Hi, Oscar. Hi. <laughs> so I, I proposed the idea um, of doing a podcast together um, because I do feel that people who live in the same house are sometimes strangers. Would you uh-huh. agree? How do you feel about that, Oscar? Um. How much do you share about your well, own private it world? Well, depends on me and you personally. Yeah. Um, say a good 50%. So I know you. You well, tell no, me. Well, that's, that's... I tell you... You definitely know me 100... Well, 90%. But I sh- probably share with you about things in my life about 50%. So you keep some things close. And why do you keep the things close that you keep close i mean it's nothing bad for the most part i just (laughs) most no mostly it's little stuff like you know what i did at school one day i just didn't really like think about or like think of to tell you like i tell you big stuff yeah um that i care about and i want you to know but for the most part it's not like secrets it's more just like little things that happen day to day that i don't really think enough to tell you yeah Well, it's interesting because I think, you know, recently I was away and you were home for the weekend and you, you went and worked out and you made yourself smoothies and you did all these things and you said something along the lines of like, oh, I like it when you're not here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Why is that? Well, you knew, I mean, yeah, we've talked about this. You knew what I meant. Yeah, I did. It did. Obviously it's not, uh, ill-willed, but a lot of the times teenagers despite their um relationship with their parents they they feel more comfortable when they're uh they have a free crib um yeah they just feel more independent more like free it's like you know every at most most teens want like can't can't wait to get you know into their own house or into college or something like that yeah um it's not more, it's mostly not to get away from their family. It's more just to have that independence, you know, have like... Well, what, I mean, that's what I was thinking about. Because I, I mean, I was happy, I was actually, I'm happy to hear that. And actually, I was talking to Jackie, you know, your babysitter from when you were little. And I said, you know, I was not someone who was jealous that you guys had a great time with her, that you loved her. Mm-hmm. That made me feel good because... If I wasn't going to be around, I didn't want you to be, you know, it's an ego thing, right? Like I could say I'm bummed out that you don't want me here, but instead I am actually happy that you make yourself happy, that you, that you're more sort of motivated, independent of me. You know, I'm not the one in charge of making you get up and go to the gym or do your homework or whatever. Yeah. I think it's good. You used to be like that well you start a little bit like that but definitely less um you used to be a lot like that like what but it's good you know like getting on me to 
practice guitar, like. And you're really do my good laundry, at guitar but now. now aren't yeah, you? well, it paid off because now I I like doing my laundry. <laughs> Jokes on me. Um, the laundry thing was quite brilliant, and but it was totally by accident. It's just that I made it made me so miserable to do everybody's laundry. It was like. I don't know why it was like folding everybody else's clothes made me really unhappy. So I thought, you know, everybody needed like everyone was coming to me like, oh, I don't have clean clothes, you know, baseball uniform. I was like, then you just need to do it yourself. So but it is good, right? Because you feel I don't know. Being self-sufficient is actually a really important thing, right? You just turned 17. And do you feel do you feel independent? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah? A lot because New York City is very easy to be independent as a teenager. Oh, God, yeah. That's a big reason I loved to raise... I loved raising you guys here because you could could go get food for yourself when you were, like, 10. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but yeah. No, yeah. Um, but when did you... It was interesting because actually I'm not sure you always... Because you grew up here, you didn't necessarily appreciate that until you started hearing it from people at camp, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened. But I especially... Especially I just went to my... Um, as you know, as the listeners may not. Um, the I went to, to stay with my friend for like a week in... You know, where is it? The Berkshires. Uh, Yeah. And we kind of relied on his dad and his dad's car. We biked around a lot, but when it gets dark, you just can't do anything. Um, There's no, like, nightlife for teens for the most part, unless their parents drop them off. Uh, Well, I guess if you're older and you can drive, but most most teens don't have cars and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the trip, yeah, New York City's really been clutch at stuff like that. Well, yeah, you guys, I mean, you know, there are street lights, which make a difference. I mean, even just us going upstate, it's like after dark, it just feels really dark, which is kind of nice. And you see stars, which is lovely, but it is different. And I do think, I do think cities offer some independence because you do have public transportation and skating around or, you know, there's more. But I feel like sometimes I feel guilty because I'm not on top of you all the time, sort of. I mean, you do eat a lot of meals out. We went to Costco recently, you bought a lot of hot dogs. Is your concern health? I guess, I guess. I, or like, because I'm perfectly healthy. You seem to be. Uh, But yeah, I eat nutritious stuff along with, I mean. Right, like you sent me out today for uh, fruit, right? Yeah, and milk. Yeah, and I mean, you're, you're very, I mean, much better than dad and I were commenting, like, you and Eli are much more sort of conscious of like, what you eat and not overeating and that sort of thing than, than I was for sure. Hey, baby, my body's a temple. (laughs) But why? Like what you went to the gym today? I I don't know. I've been like that that very... Well, I don't know. I guess I can't say whether I was like that from a young age, but um, mostly, like I, you know, I, I You've really never enjoy. Eaten a lot. I re- well, not even about eating, about my. I was gonna comment about my lifestyle in general, which is like you know, I 
very I like being very organized and I don't I, I don't know there's something there's something that ties it all together I can't describe it it's like it's, it's almost like, like mild control. OCD yeah, yeah kind of but I think you know and you play you mentioned guitar which you know yes I pushed you to practice and I you know you had a variety of guitar teachers sort of increasingly sort of more challenging and music theory but it was interesting because I do think that like I could push you and you could have quit anyway but I and I often say slightly jokingly but not really that a lot of the musicians that I know are kind of OCD because there's something about music you have to it's very detailed and very repetitive and you have to be able to be organized in your thinking just to get your fingers in the right place well then there's some musicians who are just crazy people in what way do whatever they want well, I don't know. I'm, oh, who don't follow the rules, you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. But do you think they don't ever learn the fundamentals? Well, I think... I, I, I'm not going to talk about musicians and history of music, but there's definitely been some famous musicians who started just playing without knowing. And I See, I think I'm going to... I'm going to... No, I, I, if I say somebody, I think I'm just going to be wrong. But... Yeah, there's definitely been musicians who just started playing yeah. and like became great based off their own thing, not even knowing like well, yeah. know, music theory as most people know it. Well, that's all. I mean, how does anything get invented, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like cooking. I mean, you can follow a recipe, yeah, but after definitely. a while, you start taking flavors and things and making up. You know, it's it's the improvisation, which oftentimes, I mean, some of the better improvisational jazz musicians that I know did go to music school but there are plenty of musicians who didn't and don't who who probably you know figured it's like there are a lot of people I know who never went to college who are extremely bright and figured things on their own I was just listening to some actor who like dropped out of high school and he was acting I can't remember his name but it's just interesting because you're very much a self-learner. Like, I've always watched you. Like, from when you were little and you went to camp when you were, like, what, six? You packed your own bag and <laughs> you were very organized. Yeah. And, and that's just, I mean, I, I swear, I think it definitely is, like, in the womb, right? It's not, there's nature and nurture and there are certain things that get nurtured. But you and Eli are very different. Yes. Almost and, complete opposites in that regard. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Was Eli, like, messy and stuff when he was younger? Or? Well, let's think. He just wasn't that interested in where his stuff was. Yeah, I just that's, organized that's, it. Yeah, but then I wonder if because he was actually, the first I really, child, I was more in charge. Do you know what I mean? Maybe. There's that. There is that aspect where Maybe he just didn't pay attention. stopped cleaning his stuff when I came around? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. At some point, I stopped going into his room, but he just he just focused on other things. He didn't think to organize himself. Yeah. Whereas you needed to separate yourself from... I don't know. I don't know. A lot of it has to do with my... Percent. Not not that it's a bad thing. I mean, everyone like in a little way cares what other people think, but that's definitely a lot of not in like a bad way. I guess it's more of a good way because it's improved some of what I can do. But like, what you care not, not, what other people think, or you don't care? No, I do care what people oh, think, oh, to, yeah. to a certain extent. Um, like how my room is always 
clean. Even if nobody's coming over, I just like... Well, um, your room did become bit. sort of the party yeah, room. Yeah, well, that's the other... Yeah, that's the other thing. And, and that was... And so, in a way, yeah, you are... So, but I think that, too, for myself, and you and I are both Libras, where there is that sort of... Like, you've, you've created a lot of very appealing things in your room. You're, you're an artist, and you've created an a, a, a atmosphere that's appealing to you. Yeah. Right? So... So I think that's part of it too, and especially yeah, I get it's, it's motivated. It's definitely like fifty-fifty other people in what I care because I love my room and I hate going in Eli's room. Really? It's awful. It's not so bad. It's gross. Well, no, when it, when he's here, I mean, when you <laughs> when you clean it up after he's gone, it's great. It's a very chill room, but he he just, I don't know he just doesn't he just sleeps in there. He's not concerned about it, but you know, dad was like that when I met him. He really just didn't care. Yeah. And so it didn't, the thing is about certain people, it doesn't bother them. They don't see it. Right. Yeah, definitely. I was also, I was, I was definitely connecting it to that, to the, to the idea of art because I love creating things and my room is definitely, if I could put that in my portfolio, I would. Um, Your room? Yeah. Why can't it's you? It's an art installation. Design. What? They have design at art schools. Art. I wouldn't put that in my portfolio. Interior design. Why would, not? Would, it could be an ar- image. Hey, argue with the. Remember when you said? All right. Um, but yeah. I, I don't know. I've, you have to I've talk found, to more yeah, professional I found myself people. Just wanting to change it, literally constantly. It's just like. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. It really is. It's, yeah. But I mean, that's a different, it's a visual, you're a very visual person. And what I actually, it's interesting because, you know, the beauty, I think, of knowing your child, right? Like what's been so amazing for me to get to know you and to really watch you and not think about what I want for you, but just literally to watch you and Eli and try to help you be who you want to be. When you were starting preschool, they asked, and I don't know why I remember this so clearly, but they asked me what they should know about you in order to help you, right? And what I said was, if he can get his hands on something, he will be very happy. Like just making things and touching it with your hands You understood it, you know? Yeah. And it was so interesting because that's continued to be true. Like, I remember one day I I upset you. I said something stupid, whatever. And I could tell, you know, you're very obvious when you get, like, mad or, like... Yeah. So it was like, oh, shit. How do I, like, win him back? And I remember... I remember that you... I, I thought about it and I was like, oh my God, we need to come up with a project. We need, and it was that mirror in your room. Remember, it was like something else and we had to fix it. We had to like nail some things and do some things. And you might not remember and I probably never no, I told I you I did it on purpose. But I was like, okay, what do we do together that we can build and do that it would like bring you back? I do remember. I don't remember being, I don't remember why I was mad. I remember being in a weird mood and then we did that mirror thing. Yeah, it was like you went lay on the couch and like didn't look at me and I was like, oh no. Because when you're mad, like you definitely show, like if I've done something nice, you'll be like very 
appreciative. Sure. And if I've done something that pisses you off, you, <laughs> I, just, I mean, I, just I think, leave the room. Well, yeah, you just. You, I basically leave until I've cooled off. Yeah, no, you're the most calm of our family for sure. But it's interesting because you are sensitive, but maybe that's why. It's because you're... You always say I'm sensitive. I guess I'm sensitive in some regard. I don't know. You've been saying that for years. Well, that's what I'm I'm talking about being sensitive to your emotions. So you're understanding that you're going through something or that something triggers you and you take yourself off. Yeah. That is sensitivity to your own emotions. And you're sensitive to things people say to you. I mean, may I say, when you were in, like, I can't remember what grade. It was, like, fourth grade or something. There was some kid at a birthday party. I don't even know his name. I remember so. exactly who you... I immediately remember that. Yeah, Colin, I know. Colin. Don't say his well, name. No Colin, names here. Colin. <laughs> last, Colin, last name. But I, he was having a big birthday party. And everybody, everybody in the was grade invited. went and I didn't go. <laughs> and yeah. why? Do you remember why? I don't... He, like, pushed me over or something. Yeah. Yeah. He kicked know. you. And you said he kicked me, and and he wasn't nice to me, and I'm not buying him a birthday present. I use that example all the time about you because you will not, you will not. I have put up with that. I have in my in my head. There's many people who I've interacted with who I I know they just rub me the wrong way immediately. Yeah. But that's what I mean by sensitive. Yeah, Some people don't true. care. They go to that birthday party. That kid was rude, whatever. That rolls off their back. You are, I'm sorry, and I'm glad, like me, you know, there's an understanding and there's a feeling that if someone, and I think most people have obviously some sense of that if people do something that they don't like. But some people just let it roll off their back and other people are more like you or like me where you're kind of, it's not even, I don't know if you hold a grudge, you just didn't feel that that was someone you wanted to buy a birthday present for you, for, you know, and for you, birthday presents were a big deal. So it was like, I'm not going to do that when he doesn't deserve it, you know? But you've continued to be that way. You have a few friends, very, like, you're very loyal to your friends. And and then sometimes, you know, sometimes things come up. It's interesting. Sure. We all, we all have our personalities, which is why I find it so amazing not to make you uncomfortable. But I find it so amazing to raise a child because, you know, you come into the world... And I didn't know you, obviously, except in the womb. You, you made me eat a lot of candy, actually. That's funny. I don't like candy that much anymore. I ate anymore, but you did for a while. Well, all kids like candy. I know, but Sweet with your brother, I ate like fruits and vegetables and all this. And then with you, I just I like ate candy. Meeting so. meeting fruits and vegetables now is more of a choice than a craving. Well, now I've actually made myself like fruit a lot so i eat it well, which i'm trying good. to do with eggs now it's not working oh it's not threw working up this morning now they're gross i hate eggs <laughs> well you don't have to eat eggs but they're good for you but and that's like the i'm number not one sure they go back and eat. forth they say oh, they're okay. too much for like for like fat. protein it's very good oh yeah well there are protein powders eat a, eat a, like eat an egg yolk in the morning you could just put it egg. into your smoothie, and then you probably wouldn't taste it. Ew. That's what they used to do. 
gross. Right. Ew. Who knows? It all shifts. Nutrition shifts, you know? So it's kind of hard to say, but fruits and vegetables are probably pretty good. Probably. I don't eat that many vegetables. I eat, like, carrots and celery, but I don't like vegetables that much. Well, remember Sally said to me I was doing oh, you a Cooked vegetables are the worst. <laughs> well, and she, they're not as healthy for you. It's true. They're not. Folks. That's a they're, fact. They're not, Google but it's it. funny because because I didn't cook vegetables not as crunchy. and make you eat them that way, Sally did warn me that you weren't going to eat cooked vegetables, and that actually has come true. Good. They're worse for you. <laughs> yeah, but like, well... Okay. Like you said, as mm-hmm. you get older, you you your palate has expanded. Well, obviously. This is because when you're younger, your taste buds are huge, and then they shrink as you get older. Yeah. But think about it. If you were growing up in some other country, you would eat other things. Well, that's like, yeah. And also, if I was born during the Depression, I would have eaten everything, you know? It's like... Yeah, you have I, the power I, I, I'm in an choose. age and, a, and at a point in my life where I can be picky and not be... Eating a lot of stuff from Costco, which is like the pit of hell for me. But yeah, it's pretty bad. Well, it's just because all those like it just doesn't feel like real food. Oh, because it's not. It's further processed so far down the line. Yeah, it doesn't really actually. I don't know if you saw my podcast that I did with Emily, my friend, who's doing this permaculture in the Catskills. Shameless plug. Go on. (laughs) Shameless plug for Emily and my former my last podcast. But it was amazing, and you should come with me sometime. They're growing. And just since February, they've grown this entire farm full of amazing edible foods. Oh, I thought you... Vegetables. You said edibles. <laughs> no, um, they're not. Not that I know of. Are they growing marijuana? But it's interesting because, you know, there is this... We've gotten so far away. I think that's what makes me cringe at Costco that we've just gotten so far away from They have some that. fresh stuff in Costco. They have that like fresh meat section, like they have, yeah. like, I'm sure they have a section with fruits and vegetables that isn't processed. No, they're not processed, but it's just because they're packaged in plastic and whatever in bulk. It just yeah. doesn't I don't know. For some reason, like when I was in Turkey, which I have to bring you to Turkey, you know, they're catching fish, they're growing their vegetables, they are huge. Like I saw this guy coming into the hotel with just armloads of fresh herbs off the truck. And there's something about the way that they just put all these fresh herbs and vegetables and breads and everything's just so incredibly fresh. Mm. That I feel like in this country, because of like the Industrial Revolution, we got very into the supply chain and, you know... It's a big first world country thing. Yeah, and I... Specifically America. Yeah, and I felt like during the pandemic, when the pandemic first started and we were upstate, I felt like, oh great, now's the time to like go back to the land, which clearly so many people agreed with because everyone started making bread, remember? And then my breads were never rose. I don't... Pretty good. It was like flat bread. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't really work at it. I kind of gave up. But um, Yeah, I think a lot of people did. A lot of people did, but a lot of people made some amazing breads. Mm. Some people are still doing it. They have their sourdough starters. Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway, well, sweetie, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and being my... I think you're number 
18 of the 30-day countdown to my 50th birthday. Oh, so I thought you were about to say I was your 18th guest. You've had no, more I've had lots yeah. and lots more done? than that. But um, So we'll wrap up, and I appreciate it. And uh, I feel after this podcast, you're a little bit less of a stranger. Certainly to the listening audience, but even to me. It's nice to touch base with your kids every so often and make sure they're not strangers living in your home. So thanks. And uh-huh. I'll pay you. How much? Uh, $100 a second. <laughs> he charges me for things. All right, guys. Remember to talk to the strangers in your home and make them a little less strange. Quote, unquote. <laughs>